the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are. I really hope that you have tuned in and uh, landed on us today on your dial for a reason. I am Jenny. I want to welcome all the moms and a few dads out there. This is Channel Mom. And here's what we do. We encourage moms because sometimes the world forgets to encourage you and thank you and value you. And that is why we're here to value the mom. And uh, we're going to deal with a tough subject today. Do you need to heal or do you know somebody else who needs to heal from an abusive relationship? And we're going to talk about it today. The author of Hope for Healing from Domestic Abuse will join us to share her incredible story. Plus a friend of mine, Natalie's in the house, and uh, she's going to tell her family story of domestic violence and how she's moved now to help others and other mothers recover. So stick around. This It's going to be an incredible show. These stories are amazing, but more than that, the the hope of overcoming that they're going to share is is even better. So stick around for that. All coming up in just one minute right here on Channel Mom. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back. I am Jenny. So glad to be with you today. I do think this is going to be a powerful show, and I hope you'll stick around. Even if you think this isn't a subject that touches you, I'm pretty sure it does. I think everybody that that, uh, will tune in today knows at least somebody, some woman who has suffered through some kind of abuse and uh and maybe it's you personally so i hope this show will be a help to you a quick mom market shout out to all of our friends all across the country who listen to us i'm so grateful for you and i do hope the show blesses you uh we're also grateful for our podcast listeners and those of us or those of you i guess (laughs) i'm joining myself right here in the studio not on facebook those of you who are joining us on facebook grateful for you as well i do want to remind you to check out lynn's tea my daughter and i went there i've told you this before i used to live in england i lived there twice 
advice. So I know an authentic English tea when I see one. It's she is a gifted chef, uh, or, or what is the baker called? She bakes. I mean, she's just incredible, and it's just so yummy. So I urge you to book uh, your tea with her for Mother Daughter Day or a Girlfriend Day, whatever. It's at lindstea.com. Lindstea.com. And I have one other special announcement to share with you. You can get prizes for for doing this today. I'm going to ask for a few callers today. You'll be supporting Channel Mom. Look, if you listen to us regularly, if you like what we do for moms on the ground, whether it's helping moms who are homeless, moms who are in prison, moms who are single and struggling with that situation, any mom, if you like the fact that we value moms and we're out there trying to help moms where they're at, I'd be honored if you became a part of the 25 that we're looking for. We're looking for 25 people, and it's at a very low cost. Right now, for the next five days, we are doubling your $25 gift per month. So if you give $25 a month, what? That's like a couple of co- cups of coffee. I mean, it's, the, you know, the fancy coffee. I'm not even going to say who they are, but the ones that cost a lot. Um, that's just a couple of cups of coffee. And you'd be helping some mamas and their children. We, we just paid rent for, for a mom who fl- was fleeing a domestic violence situation, and she had nowhere to go. So we helped pay that rent. We're helping moms like that. If God lays it on your heart that you can become one of those donors who gives $25 a month and it's going to be doubled so it's like us getting $50 a month it's our double your 25 gift announcement and we're doing it until September 7th so if you call today to become one of our 25 giving 25 a month you're going to get some gifts some prizes got some good books to give away from some of our best authors that we've had on the show including Dr. Kevin Lehman, Dr. Emerson Egerich, and others. So you'll get a book, and you'll also get a fancy metal channel mom pen, one of those that you got to pay 30 bucks to buy in the store. So please call us, 303-873-1935. Just write it down and see what uh, you feel like you're supposed to do here. 303-873-1935. If you're hearing it on the weekend, please email us at channelmom at gmail.com, channelmom at gmail.com. All right, I want to get to our guests because they're incredible, and we don't have a lot of time to do this, but we're going to... Just pray that God gets it all done for us. First of all, I just want to remind you that one in four women experience severe intimate partner physical violence, um, intimate partner contact and sexual violence, and also emotional violence. So this is like 25% of our women that are going through this. And, and so it's very, very important that we talk about it and, and get help to people. And, and I, I just like to ask if you know somebody who's suffered from domestic abuse, if you yourself are suffering from domestic abuse. This is the reason that we're doing the show today. We've got personal stories to share from author, and I didn't even ask her how to say her name, so I'm hoping I'm going to say it right. Karen DeArmond Gardner. She's got a brand new book out called Hope for Healing from Domestic Abuse, Reaching for God's Promise of Real Freedom. She also is a trauma advocate for women who have experienced abuse. She's going to tell her story as it's told in the book. And I also have my dear friend Natalie in the house. She has a legacy of family abuse that she's willing Willing to share today to show you how she overcame and created her own ministry to help women going through the same stuff. It's called She's Cherished. But we're going to start with Karen. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Jenny. It's my pleasure. And it, it, am I saying it right? Say your name for me. You, you did. Karen DeArmond Gardner. Okay. Good job. Wonder, thank you. All right. So you talk about the fact that you lived through 30 years, four months, and two days of domestic abuse before you literally escaped. So I want you to set the stage for us, if you would, and recount that heart-wrenching story that you tell about the time that your former husband was, was emotionally abusing you and having you sleep on the porch, and it was, and it was a horrific, and separating you from your children. It was a horrific time, and the story just 
just made me ache. So would you recount that story? Uh, well, it's, uh, yes, 30 months, four, day, four months and two days it mm-hmm. took for me to leave. Um, so many of women that are in abuse don't even recognize that it is abuse. They know something's wrong, uh, but they don't know how to get out. And especially if you're a believer, you truly think that, that God hates divorce so much that you cannot leave. Mm-hmm. And it took the within the last six months that that I start I had defining moments where I knew this was not right and I was done and I was willing to leave even if God was mad at me, uh, which he wasn't. Um, but it took time, and it took my 72-year-old mother over Christmas of 2004 to help me to leave. And, yeah, we need um, supporters. So, so, and we I need them. Yeah, and I want I want to get to the to the lies and the shame that women mm-hmm. feel about leaving because I know mm-hmm. that Natalie's going to be able to identify with that, and and some of the women that she deals with feel that. So, I want to get to the lies and the things that women um, suffer through beyond the abuse because they put themselves through it and they think God is angry with them. But but can you just give people a little glimpse into what you are suffering? Um, it is. Cognitive dissonance is the name for it, where your brain cannot handle what is happening to you and you begin making excuses and you don't even realize you're doing it because you just don't want to believe that the man who vowed to love you is traumatizing you, who controls you, who treats you like he hates you. And so you begin making excuses. It's not his fault. He had a bad day. Um, he couldn't help it. He really does love me. And your mind goes through all of those lies and, and that it must be my fault. There must be something wrong with me on the common denominator. Yeah. And, and I'm, I want to get to Natalie next, but, but you do give, um, sort of a circle of power and control and some of the things that happen. Can you just give some of the most common things that occur in in an emotionally abusive situation? Um, it's coercion, the threat of violence to get you to do what they want, um, using, um, tactics to control you, to isolate you, to separate you, um, and to literally tear you away, like take your personality away, take away all your rights. And they do it so slowly that you don't realize that you are slowly disappearing and becoming someone you don't even recognize. Yeah. Now, are you not willing to share that particular day on or a couple of days on, on the radio or are, uh, are, you, are you willing to talk about it? Well, quite frank, here's my view is I can tell you the ugly that happened to me. Mm-hmm. But really, we all have our story of ugly. Um, But what's more important is what God does with the ugly. And so in giving, and and that's why I give very few instances in the book, I've given enough that women can identify with my story because we all have a horrible story. We have this terrible thing that we do. We compare, well, her story is worse than mine, so mine must not be bad, or mine is way worse than hers, so of course she could heal. And, And that kind of dynamic plays out. And, and the goal is we've all had trauma. We've all had horrible, ugly in our lives. Yeah, yeah. I, I, domestic abuse. Yeah, and I appreciate that you don't want to land on the ugly. 
I'm just going to tell I'm just going to tell a little bit of it. I'm not going to make you do it. Mm-hmm. But you were in a situation where um, a light bulb broke and, and your former husband got very angry and he locked you out of the house. You had to sleep in the truck. You had to sleep on the front porch. You couldn't have access mm-hmm. to food. You couldn't have access to your children. I mean, it, it, it's pretty horrific. And, and uh, mm-hmm. the reason I want to tell that detail is because I want women to understand um, that as Christians, although we, we completely believe in God's design for marriage and that we are supposed to choose divorce as a very, very last option, that, that the kind of things you were going through and the separation from your children and, and the inability to even sleep under a roof is what made you finally decide that you needed to leave and that he would, he would break your things and he would find the things that you most treasured and break them all and throw them away. So it was just, it was, it was bad. I want Natalie now to just tell a little bit about, um, Hers, yours was more emotional abuse. Is that fair to say, Karen? Um, oh, it was all of it. It was all it of was, it. It was more emotional, but it was physical. It, it, it like pick one. Yes, I experienced. Yeah, all, yeah, all of them. Yeah, and and I believe your husband had ties to law enforcement, so that that made it even harder yeah. for you. Um, so, right. Natalie, mm-hmm. y- you just in three minutes talk about what your mother went through, what you went through, and, and the and the view of life that you got from all of that, and, and the way in which God rescued rescued you out of it. I know it's a lot to say in three minutes. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I understand what you're saying, um, Karen. I know that you know people hear the story and they say, "Oh my gosh, you've lived through so much," and all of us have a story. So I'm not saying mine's any worse. I'm just saying they're different. Yes. And um, Mm-hmm. Mine was very physical. Obviously, all the abuses come into play as well, but a lot of it was physical and it was generational. I mean, my mom lived through domestic violence her entire life, and her last husband that um, did this to her beat her for 14 years and ended up getting 44 years of um, in prison for attempted murder. And my son's dad, as much as I didn't want to fall into that trap of generational abuse, I did um, by accident. And um, you know, six years of horrific abuse of, you know, almost, you know, being killed multiple times. Um, he ended up getting 28 years uh, for pretty much the same thing, attempted murder. And um, I wasn't the victim in that case because I was, um, God got me out, praise the Lord. But um, there was the next girlfriend literally months later was was the victim in that case. So I was able to attend the trial and hear the whole thing and kind of um, just write everything down because we had a child together. And I just didn't know if I would ever need it in the future. But, um, you know, I, I know that as much as I wanted to stop that, I couldn't. And just like my sister, um, who, who was five years younger, um, she passed last year, mm-hmm. um, but she followed in the same footsteps. And she, um, you know, turned to, unfortunately, um, just drugs and alcohol, but she had severe chronic migraines. So it, it poured into other things mm-hmm. and, um, and then prescriptions that she was being prescribed. So it's just, it's a generational thing that we are trying to break. And that's kind of how our family fell into it and how we need to break that. And I want both you and Karen to talk about the lies and and the viewpoint that you get of yourself that allows you to stay in that. Um, and, and of course, the, the men are truly sick and, and we have to learn to, to pray and forgive them, which is a very difficult thing. Pray for them and forgive them. But, but Natalie, before we get back to Karen, so as a little girl, you watched your father beat your mother and then somehow you fell into the same kind of abuse. 
Yeah. And, you know, he has changed, obviously, like um, a lot of times I know it was the Lord that changed me in my life, but um, he changed somehow and and wasn't abusive after my mom. Um, But she she did live through that with him. And then her next husband of another 14 years um, common law married but um of 14 years fell into that with him as well and I mean I saw pictures her her face was like smashed oh, in. yeah I mean I definitely had pictures as well but they were destroyed um and nobody you know it is such a thing that we're so shameful of that we didn't want to you know just have all of you know put it out there we'd hide those things yeah um but yes I mean literally they don't go to prison for attempted murder for nothing yeah. and um you know they it was truly a my mom was a walking miracle i mean she was you know had been set on fire before and thrown out of a car and beat with a hammer and dumbbells and left in the field for dead and um you know she had breast cancer and a double mastectomy and he cut her breast back open um you know she has had literally anything and everything you can imagine happen to her and i went through very similar experiences but i don't like to focus on myself yeah right i'm right. just you know karen these are says things. the same thing yeah, yeah. i want to i want karen who is with us as well karen Diarmond gardner mm-hmm. the author of hope for healing from domestic abuse and also natalie who is the head of a a beautiful ministry called she's cherished both have suffered through abuse so let's get past that what is the thing that keeps you stuck and then i want to talk about how do you heal so so what are the lies and the shame as 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 both women who who are christians and who trust god what what keeps women in that place and and when what is the shame maybe that the church even puts on them yeah it's the belief that uh, god hates divorce, um, when in reality he loves us way more than he hates divorce, way more than he hates anything. Um, It's also the belief that uh, so many won't believe her. They will believe him, and they will not believe her. Um, And so she feels like she has no one to go to, and the the lie is that it's my job to make him a better man. Uh. And our marriage book, our marriage books reinforce this is that if she is better, he will be better, that there must be something wrong with her, even if he's abusive. Well, what's wrong with her that she, that her man would treat her that way. And, um, and it's, even scripture can do that saying, well, this is just your time of suffering. Once we get to heaven, all things will be, everything will be good. When in reality, domestic abuse is not suffering for Jesus. It is not part of his plan. It is not, it is something he hates. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. So very clearly, that's just one section of verses that tells us how much God hates abuse right okay we've got five or six minutes left this goes very fast ladies so so karen i'm going to let you start and then natalie i want her, uh, you to weigh in you're writing this book to help other women heal from domestic abuse and you, you talk about reaching for god's promise of real freedom so so can you give one or two of the pieces of advice that helped you most where you were able to overcome and i want natalie to weigh in on that as well afterwards it was in the process of uh, of replacing a lie with the truth, the truth about who I was, the truth about who God really is. It was recognizing that the shame that I was carrying was not my shame. It was his shame. And that, that it was not my fault. It uh. was not my fault. I didn't make him do it. I, it was all him. It wasn't a marriage problem. It was an abuse problem and nothing 
was going to fix that. No marriage counseling was going to help because the problem wasn't us. It was him. Yeah. And, and what, what was the, the, the thing that made you, and, and I know you literally had to flee and he was chasing you and, and by the grace of God, you got away. Um, and, and, you know, he, he estranged your children from you for a while and you don't talk about your kids and I don't expect you to, to do that today. Can you just give the, the sort of the one thing that got you to that next level that thought that made you think I can walk away from this and this isn't my fault and I can be healed. Um, it was actually a very brief moment of telling him about a new bonus and a new raise that I got, and he wouldn't even look at me. He wouldn't acknowledge me, and I realized that I didn't care what happened to him anymore. I was so done. I didn't know what to do at that point. It would take six months to leave, but I was done with him at that moment because I realized he didn't care about me a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, he just possessed you in a way. Natalie, how about you? What was the, what was the thing that allowed you to leave? That allowed you to decide, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this into I'm gonna take some beauty from these ashes mm-hmm. and and recover and then help other women recover. Yeah, I you know I want to just touch on you know some women stay. My mom stayed because she was actually more addicted to the man than she was the drugs, and um, she did end up getting sober and passed um, passed away one month before her ten year sobriety date. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for that. But um, she got out because you know he almost killed her and finally got caught. Now for me, um, you know I just mine was fear based. It was not that I was addicted to him at all. It was that I was so scared because I knew he said and was fully capable of killing my entire family. So finally, I just, it was the spirit of God, truly that Jesus came to me and it wasn't audible, but I knew that I knew that I knew I was 21, um, you're 22 years old. And, um, it happened for the last time in front of my one-year-old son. And I just said, I cannot stay in this. And I felt so much peace from the Lord to give me strength to leave. And that's exactly what it took. And I was able to get out. He did follow. And that was a horrible situation after he follow because I almost got killed again a couple of times but you know obviously God protected me I had to move a couple of times and um and he did actually get out of prison early from some technicalities. And um, I do actually have some sort of compassion. He's actually paralyzed on his entire left side now. And he's only, you know, 44, 44 years old. So I just, I do have some compassion. I do have that forgiveness. But getting out was the biggest battle. And it is very hard. And that's what, you know, we just want to walk with those women that are just trying to get out. And, and, and you can understand them because you've been through yes. it. And, and so I want, Karen, I want you to tell people people how to find you in the book. And I'm going to have Natalie tell people how to find her and her ministry. But, but I also do want to say I'm in awe of both of you, Karen, you got out and now you're helping other women. You're a trauma advocate. Natalie got out. and, And the beautiful thing about my precious friend, Natalie, is that she adopted her brother to get him out of a bad situation. She kept her son to get him out of a bad situation. And, and now she has adopted her precious niece, um, to get, well, originally to get her out of a bad situation. So, I can I could cry about the two of you. You you just have overcome and God has turned something bad into something good for you and you're now right. helping others. So Karen, how do people find you and your book and, and the healing that that you want to help them get to? Uh, the book is wherever books are sold. Um, it's uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and ChristianBooks.com. Uh, but they can find me at AnotherOneFree.com. Oh, say that again. Say that again. And another one free. 
Anotheronefree.com. The book is Hope for Healing from Domestic Abuse, and uh, the author is Karen DeArmond Gardner. I'm so grateful that you have joined us, Karen. Uh, you know, uh, you and Natalie <laughs> have a lot in common, unfortunately, but but fortunately, you you've worked it to, into something good, and I'm grateful to God for that. So, Natalie, how do they find you? And she's cherished. She's cherished, by the way. Works with Channel Mom. We go into the prisons because so many mamas in prison have come out of domestic abuse situations and domestic violence. They were controlled, right? And and they, then that got them into crime, right? And and so many of them. So you come into the prisons and help Channel Mom minister to these women. So tell people how to find She's Cherished, which is named after your mama, Sherry. Right. Sherry's right in the middle of that. Tell mm-hmm. people how to find you. Yes, you can go to our website at she'scherished.org. And um, you can also find us on Facebook under She's Cherished. And um, we'd love to hear from you. We do have some. We go into the prisons with Channel Mom. Um, we also have a hospital and a court advocacy ministry where we walk with women through yeah. their whole journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am grateful for the two of you. Uh, Karen, thanks for, for being on. And uh, people can look up Hope for Healing from Domestic Abuse. Take care. Keep helping women, Karen. We appreciate you being on Channel Mom. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for being on. And, and Natalie, we'll keep working together. Yes. And I hope people look you up. You're also on Facebook under She's Cherished, correct? Yeah. Um, so people can find you everywhere. All right, here's my last pitch for what's going on with us. Look, if, if you decide to become a partner of Channel Mom for just $25 a month, your money will be doubled today. If you call in just today, um, we're going to give you some gifts, uh, some books by some famous and, and you know life-changing authors, Dr. Kevin Lehman, Dr. Emerson Egerich, and others that I have on standby uh, to give away. And also these beautiful metal pens. Natalie has one now. And uh, I'd be so honored if you decide to become one of our monthly partners for $25. Uh, a month. That's not a lot of money. And uh, 303-873-1935, or you can find us at channelmom at gmail.com to commit to that. I'd be very grateful to you. I'll personally call you and thank you. Um, this is the time in the show where I thank you for all you do as moms. I do think, especially in this environment right now, with so much expect- expected of mothers, with, with all that we're contending with right now, uh, you may feel forgotten. You may feel like people don't see your sacrifice and all the work you're doing and, and how much you're pouring into your children to try to protect them from these times, to try to help them overcome these times. I'm so grateful that you're committed mothers. I see moms out and about doing so much for their babies, for their children as they grow. So I am grateful for you. Thank you for all you do as moms. I know it's a sacrifice. Grateful for my own babies. My daughter's going to college in like 10 days. I'm trying not to cry on the radio. Um, Grateful for my own parents. Hi, mom and dad. Hey, you guys have a beautiful Labor Day weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in. Very grateful for you. God bless. enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.